1: So good morning, everyone. Welcome. Thank you for being here today. It's nice to see everyone in person, isn't it? Yes. yes. What, a, what a month. We went from Christmas to ice, and now we're at a balmy 60 degrees. <laughs> and welcome to those of you in our virtual community. Thank you. I hope it's you're warm and cozy wherever you are. Um, I, uh, before I begin anything, I want to share about our teen group they managed to get out and go to teen camp before everything happened, although I think they did see some snow. So I want to bring up Jaden Parsons and Soleil Davis. Come on up. I never officially got to introduce Jaden to you, but she is the teen program manager. And this yeah. This community is very blessed to have her, and you all know Soleil because you've watched her grow up. So. Would you, would you, uh, and I asked them to come up and share about camp. How was camp? Um,
2: camp was so lovely in the snow. Um, everybody enjoyed it. People from California all were like, "This is the first time seeing snow." Um, <laughs> it was. It was really wonderful. It was full of love. It was full of light. It was full of community. Um, and it's it's so beautiful to grow up in that community and then see it, uh, like, be a part of facilitating that for the teens. Um, and then Soleil is our international teen leadership um, yeah. for Portland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: That's a big deal, people. <laughs> um,
2: so, I think camp went amazing. One thing that really stood out to me was the amount of support, just not even towards me, which I did have a lot of support because I decided on the first night to dislocate my left shoulder due to twister. Mind you, mind you, this last this last Tuesday, I had a right shoulder surgery because I've dislocated this one four different times. So, you know, I'm just really out of maintenance, but I had a lot of support <laughs> from my, um, my leadership, my adult leadership, as well as Ben and Jaden, who I got to share an amazing family with Jaden, which was just awesome. Um, and yeah, it was it was nice having everybody's support, and we all just kind of helped each other when we were all struggling, which is kind of what teen camp is, where you just doesn't matter who you are. If you you need help, we're gonna help you. If you don't want it, we won't give it to you. But you know, we're gonna go ahead and give you our energy from a distance. So. It was nice. And of course, I want to give a shout out to Ben and Malachi and Aurora, who also came with us. Because yes. we wouldn't have had a teen group without those two. So thank you guys for being a part of Portland's first ever teen group at camp.
0: Great, yes. yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. thank you. I didn't think about it. It was, it was the first time. Yeah. So the team group got to be there the first time. So thank you. And the, thank you, Ben. And thank you, Sean, for, for uh, being advisors and overseeing this. It's, we really appreciate it. So it's my last Sunday as your interim minister. And, yeah, thank you. I will be back from time to time as guest speaker. but I'll, And we're going to talk more about that in a few minutes. I'm going to kind of guide you through what the next steps are and remind you about what we've already talked about before, just as, as a reminder. Um, but I read this... Uh, I wanted to start with something uh, interesting and humorous. I saw this on Facebook. And we all know who Jeff Bezos is and how he created Amazon. And Amazon is a very powerful company. And uh, one day, a husband said to his wife, I am worried that Jeff Bezos is is listening to us. (laughs) And, um, And she laughed. And she said, oh, don't be silly. And so she laughed and then he laughed and then Siri laughed <laughs> <laughs> and then Alexa laughed so you never know who's who's listening in so our theme is grand rising and our theme our topic today is is feeling good well we feel good when we're able to do good in the world right We want to feel good ourselves, but when we feel the best, it's about doing good works in the world. And so how do we do that? Our vision statement for the Centers of Spiritual Living is creating a world that works for everyone. And you, we, you often hear us say that. And, and this year, we're invited to put this vision into practice by having an intentional viewpoint of it. And how are we doing that? How are we doing that individually? How do we do that in our community together? So we ask ourselves, what does the world, a world that works for everyone look like? So these are questions we can ask ourselves. What would that look like? It would look like people cooperating. People participating, right? People connecting. Each of us was born at this moment for a reason. We are here on this planet right now for a reason. You are here at Centers for Spiritual Living for a reason, right? You were were drawn here. You were brought here if you go back and remember that day where you were called into the center and and realize that you want the center to be your spiritual community. So when we start our day in grand rising of seeing the good in the world, of seeing that good everywhere, we create this ripple, not only in our own lives and our our families' lives, but in the lives of our community in the lives of humanity. I love this quote by Edwine Gaines. She says, wonderful, magical things can happen if you are willing to commit to putting yourself out there, stepping outside your comfort zone, playing at the game of risk. It feels like risk, right? When we step outside our comfort zone, it feels like risk. It feels like playing without a net. But when you make a commitment, You're never playing without a net, because God is your net. That when we step out in faith, we know that we are being supported, that spirit is always supporting us, always standing by. And we forget from time to time, and that's why we come into spiritual community, so we have a place to come and remember. We take classes together. We work together. So this year we're invited to step out of our comfort zone. How can we we share this work? How can we share the healing that we know to help create a world that works for everyone? And so there's this uh, Ernest Holmes spoke of the Sermon by the Sea in Asilomar. This is a very famous uh, talk that he did, and I'm gonna quote uh, some of it. Find me one person who is for something and against nothing, who is redeemed enough not to condemn others out of the burden of his soul, and I will find another savior, another Jesus, and an exalted human being. Find me one person who no longer has any fear of the universe or of God or of man or of anything else, and you will have brought to me someone in whose presence we may sit, and fear shall vanish as clouds before sunlight. Find me someone who has redeemed his own soul, and he shall become my redeemer. Find me someone who has given all that he has in love without morbidity, and I will have found lover of my soul such a beautiful message that he gave that find someone who does not act out of fear but out of faith who does not find what's wrong with the world but with what's right with the world and so when we live from this understanding if we can be that person if we can live from that place it allows us to live by example and when we're able to do that, we inspire others to do the same. This is how we lead our collective grand rising, how we come together for the grand rising. I really invite you to come next week for, to be with Dr. Ruth in this workshop. She is an extraordinary teacher and a mystic. And so to be in her presence is wonderful. So take this opportunity to, to be here next week. So we're looking at it through three points of view. For the first one, to be for something and against nothing. That we love ourselves when we love each other. That's the center point of our teaching, that we love ourselves and we love each other. But that sure can be difficult to practice, isn't it? (laughs) Especially when they're not doing what we want them to do. especially when they say something we don't like, when we're not getting our way. It's really difficult. So how do we do that? How do we do we do that? Each day, we do that by doing our spiritual practice, by being in prayer and meditation, spiritual reading, spiritual music, by coming to class, by being in community, by serving community. Those are all the tools that help us stay connected to spirit. Our classes are opportunities for us to learn the principles, and how do we incorporate those into my life? And our centers have been designed to be that space for each one of us, to come regardless of where we've been and what we've been doing, to come together to be in that place of oneness. Dr. Kathy Hearn says that we come together to grow up all over each other.
2: <laughs>
1: I like that because we grow up all over each other because we come and we make mistakes and we rub up against each other and we we falter, but we have it. But we're in a safe space to learn and to try again, and to be in the presence of love. So in our center and in life, we're invited to fearlessly live our truth out loud. That we know that we're learning principle. And I look at the teens, how blessed they are to be in a community where they can practice that and be together in that. that's so extraordinary to have that opportunity. And so as we practice this at whatever place we are, in, in our lives, we get to practice it each day, that we deepen in our faith, we're willing to step out, we're willing to see beyond the appearances of the world. We look, we look for an opportunity to see something good happen. Now, there's someone that's been in the news, and you may or may not know who Tyler Bass is. Anyone know who Tyler Bass is? Okay. Oh, no football fans here. Okay. (laughs) Tyler Bass uh, had what only can be described as a very bad day. He is the Buffalo Bills' kicker, and he missed the field goal that would have tied the playoff game against Kansas City Chiefs. He missed the field goal, and they lost the game. Now, the only reason that I know about this. is because I was watching to see Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to see her new coat. I wanted to get a glimpse of her. And so I watched this, and I saw it happen. But if, if that's not hard enough, imagine the agony of that, to have that happen. That wasn't bad enough. Then social media had nothing but hate. Just it was full of hate and harassment for him. But he had an advocate. There is a nonprofit, no kill cat adoption agency in Western New York that Tyler was connected with. He was a volunteer there, he served there, he contributed there, and they were not going to stand for that they posted a message on social media after the game and said, we stand with Tyler Bass, don't bully our friend. And so that they said, they, want, they wanted to support him and they said, if you support Tyler, then we invite you to show your support and to make a pledge of $22 in his name, because his number is two. So invite you to make a pledge for $22 in his name. They said, Tyler does not deserve any of the hate he is receiving. He is an excellent football player and even a better person who took the time to help our organization and rescue Cavs. Leave our friend alone. Yeah. So what happened? $260,000 $260,000 have been donated to the Cat Adoption oh. Agency. So they turned something around that was, there was something negative. There's He was being bullied and I turned around and I said, no, we support him. H- help us support him with your contribution. That's, and it's over that amount. Every time I look to see the correct amount, it's, it's a new amount, so. Before something and against nothing. See, the universe is. Speaking. It's an echo. Before something and against nothing, to make it our practice to remember that. We say we want, the second one is a world that works for everyone. We say we want a world that works for everyone. And we use this tagline to describe our global purpose. But how does this work? What do we do? that every day we look for something good that we can do. What changes could we make individually and collectively? What can we do in our community? What can we do here in our center? What can we do for our neighbors? What can we do to have a world that works for everyone? Well, I have another example. This past summer, Three, more than 300 high school students signed up for this student exchange program. Now, usually, if you want to go experience another culture, a, another group in another place, you would go to an, another country, right? That's an exchange program. You would, to, you would go to Europe or Asia and have that experience. Well, they did this without, without ever leaving the country. Because there's a program called the American Exchange Project, which was co-founded by David McCullough, who is the grandson of the Pulitzer Prize winner, David McCullough. And so they fund high school students to spend a week in the summer after their senior year in another American city that is the complete opposite of their socio, political, and economic city that they live in. And so 300 students had an opportunity to do this. So one group that they followed went from Albany, California, to Dodge City, Kansas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: they, in the video I saw, they, they got to Kansas and went, it's so flat. <laughs> <laughs> they, and so they spent a week in each other's communities And they got to find out how people lived, what they thought, how they struggled. They got to learn dances and songs and music from each other. They got to learn about food and culture and family and relationship. They got to learn from each other. Imagine what it would be like in a world that works for everyone if we got to do that. They got to do that. And not only did they have that experience, but they bonded as friends. And some of them said, I don't have these kinds of friends at home. I, I am alone at home. And now I feel connected. And so the goal of this project is to have a million students do this in the future, that they're building this and, to, and they're funding it, and to have a million students do it. Because that's the generation who's going to move us. That's the generation who's going to say, no, we're finished. We're not having this separateness anymore. We're not having this bullying anymore. We're not having a disregard for human experience anymore. We we see a world that works for everyone. And the third one is the collective grand rising. And that's when we wake up each day in knowing that there's something greater being revealed and that we the collective grand rising has even a bigger opportunity and that's with all that we can do online and Uh, Reverend Larry was so brilliant and how he saw that a long, long time ago about the opportunity to get another community coming forward and to be online and now our classes are online, our activities are online, that we have a virtual community, that we're here and we have an expansive community that's all around the world that's joining us right now. That's a collective grand rising, the opportunity we have to share this good, to have this good shared and expanded in the world. We have in our centers the training to practice non-judgment, inclusion, loving kindness, and peace within our communities. That's what we teach. That's what Ernest taught us. And so we have that. We know that. We are not meant to be an organization restricted to teaching the law of attraction for individual gain. It's not for me individual, but how can I see this for the collective? So co-creating a world, a community, where everyone feels welcome and supported, doesn't that feel good? And that when we know that, when we feel that, when we embrace that, when we welcome that, it is, it is a feeling like no other. And so we've learned from the pandemic that this, this center, this church is not a building. It's not just a building. And we're grateful for this building. We are so grateful that we have a building to meet in. We know that this is not just a teaching and we are blessed to, to use this teaching in our lives and, and expand it around the world. We know that this is not just a place to come on Sunday, but is a community of like-minded individuals who are willing to create a world that works for everyone. So as you move forward in the weeks ahead in the candidating process, I want to remind you of three things. First, to be open and receptive. And the reason I make that I made that abrupt transition, sorry, that that as we bring in a new minister here, that we are open and receptive to continuing this. That as this new minister comes, we are open and receptive. So you're gonna be candidating in the week ahead. In the weeks ahead, you're going to be interviewing different ministers. You're going to be hearing from them and what they have to offer. And this is your opportunity. So as you do that, I invite you to remember three things. The first is to be open and receptive. Be aware of any unconscious bias you have or any feeling that you have. You might have a speaker that comes up and they're wearing a a brown sweater. And you go, oh, I don't like brown sweaters. I don't like him. (laughs) So pay attention. Notice if you have any thoughts. What are you thinking? They may have an idea that you're not familiar with. Be open and receptive to whatever may be coming. More will be revealed. Trust that more will be revealed. The second is to be curious and ask questions. It's very easy in the world to jump to conclusions. We hear something and we go, now why are they doing that? I don't like that. That doesn't feel right. Why are they doing that? Instead, what would it be like if we said, if we walked up to someone and said, I'm curious, why is this being done this way? Why are we moving to this project instead of this project? To be curious and ask curious questions. As a society, unfortunately, we tend to attack before we have all the facts. Social media is a, is a, a, a gift and a detriment because we tend to attack before we know the truth we tend to attack before we ask the questions try your best to come from curiosity be curious and ask questions and the third is to say stay centered in faith this has been a faith-based process. I have been with you for a year now. February 1st will be a year. And it has been a faith-based process. We took this process not to look at the physical conditions, but of a greater viewpoint of what do we want in a minister, what can I be? How can I be to bring that minister forward? How can I see this differently to bring that forward? We came together in faith to do the co-creation process, to come up with our prayer, and to have this walk out in faith. We often tend to abandon faith in the last minutes. Do you ever notice that? We get tired, and we say, this is never going to work. And we were this close to having it work. We were this close. But we say, oh, I don't know if that's going to work. So we have been through a phenomenal year together. We had a lot of great things happen, wonderful events that the congregation has grown. The board has grown stronger. The board is has is very clear about, Uh, who and what they are and have transparency and what they're looking for. They truly operate out of wisdom. The congregation has grown, our programs have grown, the teen program is here, That, that everything is growing. So we are continuing to move on. And so as we welcome this new person, they see that and they receive that and they're willing to be in this environment. And it's all because you stayed center in faith. So I invite you to stay in that place of faith. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to read um, our sacred covenant prayer together. And um, Edward, can you get me one of those behind you? Oh, Nancy's got it, thank you. Thank you. So let's all stand. And it's, it's in the seat pocket in front of you. The prayer's in the seat pocket in front of you. And let's read this out loud, knowing that we are demonstrating this and bringing this forward right now. There is only one life. This life is good. This life is God. This life is my life now.
0: In knowing
1: that I am one with this life that is God, I therefore know that I am one with all of its blessed expressions, which includes the presence of a new minister for my beloved spiritual community. Because I know that the highest purpose of my new minister is to express spirit, I therefore know that my new minister is a revelation of spirit as wisdom. I further know that my new minister is the fulfillment of that which has been promised by God. For it is written to realize that God is ever present, ever available, is to know that all the wisdom, intelligence, and power of the universe is right where you are. God's in agreement with my beloved community, I see my new minister before me as. Lighting this safe space in unity, love and belonging. I now intend to experience my new minister in full cooperation and agreement with my community, knowing this truth about myself. I am inspired to align with divine wisdom so that all around me people strengthened and loved. I am calling forth the awareness of oneness as a source of universal truth. I am demonstrating the power of love in leading and guiding PCSL in its expression of wholeness and abundance. I am expressing passion for providing broad educational opportunities for spiritual growth and experiences both in person and virtually. I am nurturing modern families, engaging our communities, and standing up for a diverse, equitable, and inclusive society. As I now accept the highest expression of a new minister into my life, I know that they will be revealed in a way that will express spirit and serve the highest and greatest good of all who are touched by their presence. I am grateful, God God is is gracious, gracious. and And so so it is. And so it is. Thank you so much. So as you have spoken that truth, you've spoken it in the first person for yourself, and we know that we're calling that forward. And we call that forward for ourselves. We call that forward in our new minister. We call that forward in our community. So just know that you have prayed a very powerful prayer together. So let us take this all into prayer right now. Oh, so I just give thanks with a grateful heart for this opportunity to be in this sacred community, knowing and recognizing the power and the presence of God is in all, as all, through all, with all, as close as the very breath that I breathe, that God is and I am. And so I know that each of us is a divine being expressing that light, expressing that freedom, expressing that grace. And I know as we go out into the world, we take this with us. We take this good, that this teaching, this practice, this expression, we take this with us is love. And that whoever we meet along the way, we meet them in love. We look for every opportunity to make to make a difference in a world that works for everyone. We embrace our own families, our own communities, and we send this love, this light right now around the planet. Those places of conflict and war, those places where people are hurting, those places where there is sadness, we send this light, this love, knowing that they are being lifted up in this vibration of love. And I know that the good that is God is revealed. I know this new minister comes forward with ease and grace, with love and light. I know that this community continues to grow and prosper. I know that we continue to be blessed in enormous ways. So I give thanks with a grateful heart for all that we are given and for so much more we are yet to receive. I give grateful thanks and release this word in deep gratitude, and together we affirm. And And so so it is. is. And so it is. Peace and blessings. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Our inspirational service is at 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.